Hello everyone, you're listening to More Than Medical Students and this is episode 2. Thank you very much for being here today. I'm very excited today to start this episode because this is our first episode with a guest and today we'll be welcoming Rosata. So had a very lovely chat with Rosata who is a medical student but also a rapper and YouTuber so it's honestly super interesting to hear about all she's been doing and her journey as well with starting these projects. Um, so we're going to be chatting about how Rosata released you know, her first um, songs and then also how she created a YouTube channel and also how she kind of balances this with medical school as well. So a very interesting episode ahead, I hope you guys enjoy it. Before we start, I just wanted to say a few words about the MDU who have been kindly sponsoring the first two episodes of the podcast, so thank you very much to them. The MDU is the UK's leading medical defence organisation. They are a non-for-profit organisation dedicated to their members' interests. They offer their members expert guidance, personal support and robust defence in addressing medico-legal issues, complaints and claims. Go and check out their website, themdu.com, or their Instagram page at themdu for more information. Now, without further ado, let's start this episode. Hello, Rosato. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Maria. Thanks for having me on. I'm really glad to be here today. No, that's right. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited to have you on as well. Um, do you want to start by introducing yourself for all the listeners here? Yeah, sure. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Rosata Kofor. I am a final year medical student at Imperial College London. Amazing. And yes, yeah, so I think one of the things we're going to talk about today is all the super cool projects that you have on the side of that as well. And yeah, you know, as part of the more than medical students sort of thing. And yeah, I've known Rosata for a while now because we're in the same university in the same year. So yeah, yeah, and we've done little projects together as well before, like for her YouTube and everything. So um, fine. Where where shall we start? Do you want to tell us a bit like why, like when you decided you wanted to be a doctor and when like you sort of like, yeah, let's go and your reasons for like doing medicine, like briefly? Yeah, so um, I think when I decided to become a doctor, I was in sixth form and obviously it was approaching the whole time where we had to begin to think about what do we want to study at university, what do we want to do with our lives. Um, Up until that time, I didn't really see myself going into any kind of like academic career options, Um, but I just had to consider the subjects that I was really good at at school. So at school, I was really kind of like um, good at science. Those are the science subjects, chemistry, biology, uh, physics. Um, So I thought, okay, at university, I will just do something related to science. I think I had a few people um, say to me that I should consider studying medicine. So what I then began to do is that I started to do a lot of different work experience. So I had work experience in hospitals, work experience in um, other healthcare settings such as hospices um, and from there I began to understand more about what doctors do um, it didn't really seem like the most glamorous thing um, at the time but from there I just became convinced that okay 
I'm going to apply for medicine. I'm going to go for this. Um, because one thing as well that I saw for my life is that I wanted to have a career that also allowed a lot of traveling as well. Um, so I knew that becoming a doctor, you would potentially be able to move to any part of the world and work um, anywhere you wanted to. And I always saw organizations such as um, Doctors Without Borders, the French word is Medicine Sans Frontier. Um, so I thought that was really cool and what they did was really cool as well. They just go around the world providing healthcare to um, people in resource poor settings. So I thought, okay, that's that's what I want to go for. That's what I want to do. So yeah, that's my brief journey into deciding to study in medicine. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. And I, I really like what you're saying about Médecins Sans Frontières. It's, it's um, one thing that I hope that I get to do in the future as well, hopefully when I'm qualified, because uh, the yeah. work they do is, is amazing, but um, quite yeah. challenging as well, obviously. Yeah, um, 100%. And so on the side of medicine, you have, uh, amongst other things, like you're into like music and you have your own YouTube. Um, do you want yeah. to tell us sort of like when you got into, when did you start getting interested in music and like writing your own songs and everything like that? Because that's just really cool. Yeah, so um, I think in medical school we're, we're all kind of encouraged to take on um, lots, of, uh, lots of hobbies and not just to be, you know, academically focused. And I think that's something really great about medical school. So uh, just to give a brief overview, um, I do music, um, more specifically, I'm a rapper. Um, sometimes I dabble into production as well. So for some of my songs, I produce them myself. Um, and also I have a YouTube channel. Um, I can talk about that shortly. And um, I also produce um, content for like Instagram, TikTok as well. So in terms of my music specifically, uh, I think that's that's been one of my most long long-standing um, aspirations in life. I know uh, when we're young, we all want to do different things. Um, for me personally, when I was young, from maybe like age 10 upwards, um, I always wanted to become a rapper. Um, I never really took it seriously in terms of like, I never went to the studio and um, recorded, uh, but it's just something that I had at the back of my mind. Um, but I did actually record stuff um, on my phone, like on my voice notes and upload it onto YouTube when I was very young. So that, that was like early signs of me um, showing interest in this area. So. I think it was when I was in medical school, um, coming to the end of first year um, or the end of second year, that's when I decided that, okay, I'm going to go to the um, studio and begin to um, record things professionally and put them out professionally. Um, so yeah, since then I have released over maybe like 10 songs now, um, like 10 personal songs um, and also in collaboration with other artists. So. I've worked with choirs, for example, and I've also had the um, opportunity to perform at different um, shows, different uh, concerts, that type of thing as well. So, yeah, I, f I still think I'm at the early stages with my music. Um, I'm still trying to be more consistent with it um, and looking for further opportunities. Yeah, because I do want to take it quite seriously as well. That's great. Yeah, that that's really awesome. I always find it so amazing because, you know, sometimes like some people who go into science, like like me, I'm not a very creative person, as in I can't sing and I can't, you know, draw anything else. And I find it incredible when people have like hobbies and, you know, really creative outlets where 
they re can really create amazing things and um, yeah everyone I encourage you guys to check out you know the YouTube and all the songs that have come out and the ones that are yet to come I'm excited for those yeah. as well yeah 100% um, so I know I've had some people say to me um, they're not necessarily into rap um, but they do check out my music and they, they, they do have an appreciation for it regardless of not being into rap so um, usually I um, kind of produce like gospel grime gospel rap type of music um so yeah i think it's like good vibes funky vibes that anyone can enjoy really yeah that's great so how how did you like did you since the beginning were you always like into rap and like like you said gospel and everything like that or did your like taste evolve over time yeah so i think one of my early inspirations into actually wanting to become a rapper was when i was growing up in um london um i think grime was a big thing right so i was initially inspired by artists such as like chipmunk um some of the um, major grime artists at the time so i think for me um that's the type of uh, music or the type of beat that i wanted to jump on um but you know some of these music they can be a bit notorious for uh promoting you know violence and um wrong lifestyles um and obviously for me that wasn't that wasn't an option for me in terms of that wasn't something that I was going to be promoting through my own music and also it wasn't really a, a lifestyle that I, I have lived or ha have ever lived um, so I just began to speak about positive things and speak about things that I can relate to speak about my own lifestyle and my own journey as well so yeah that's that's my inspiration for the type of music that I do yeah that's that's really good because i feel like you know music and art in general is like um you know expressing you know yourself and whatever you want so even if you know a certain style is a certain style it's the most amazing thing that you can express whatever you you want uh you know at that time and it varies maybe as well throughout your life so that's really awesome yeah i think it's very important to be unique with music um in this day and age i think we see a lot of artists doing the same thing you know very similar type of beats very similar themes that they talk about in their music it's nice and uh, it's quite refreshing as well to see artists that come with a bit of variety as well and you know a change to their beat a change to the message that they're trying to send across in their music yeah and i think also like you know being yourself not you know doing music that are going to please other people i think i mean that's kind of like my take on it anyways yeah 100 percent. because i feel like there is that pressure um to go with the flow and to do what you see as popular in the mainstream music um i mean and what what is popular is kind of like secular music you know the the theme that they talk about of violence you know uh fighting all these um fraud fraud star type of lifestyles um so trying to push against the grain is something that you need to kind of set your mind on and be determined um that you're going to do it in order to see it through especially um with me um who is trying to do gospel music because um in the uk and also across the world the gospel scene isn't really that big in terms of um, room and space for gospel rap as well um, so you're just trying to find find your find your place in the music scene um, despite doing something that is not considered to be you know popular 
Yeah, that's really awesome. And um, I I was wondering as well. So at the beginning, you were like in first year. How did you like sort of like tell yourself, I'm going to start, I'm going to go to a studio and start doing this seriously? Like, how did you go about it? And was it easy or was it difficult? Did you like have doubts or something? Okay, so um, I feel like I move according to inspiration. So uh, I think we had just finished um, our first year exams or so. And then I just began to um get the desire to do music again because I, ha- I hadn't had it for a while in terms of I had been focusing on other things but I guess once the academic side had settled down a bit um my interest for my other activities um arose so uh, with me my usual process is um I'll just uh get some instrumentals from online and purchase them and then begin to um, write music for them if I'm not doing that sometimes I hear a beat um and I try to obviously put down that beat um on a production uh software um and then I'll write something to that and the next step is looking for a studio and looking for a studio engineer to record it mix and master it so Uh, With that side, it's just a lot of um, financial uh, considerations that you have to have because, you know, going to the studio is not free. Um, So these days, I think the cheapest you probably get it, maybe 25 to 30 pounds an hour. Um, And then mixing and mastering is another cost on top of that as well. So it is a huge financial commitment. And um, even after the recording process, if you want to um, record a music video, you won't find music videos um like good quality ones under 300 pounds these days um and then after that as well if you want to put your music onto platforms such as spotify um some platforms on youtube such as grime daily link up tv etc it's another added cost that you have to pay to get your music videos onto these platforms so it's a huge financial commitment and i think that's that was one setback initially as well because obviously as a student you don't really have that much of an income quite often you don't really um have a part-time job uh, to supplement your income as well and then everything you have is going towards surviving so it's going towards your rent it's going towards food travel to university so you find that you don't really have the finances to really support yourself in these projects and support yourself to produce the type of content that you would ideally see yourself producing um so that's i think that's that's part of the reason why i kind of paused on the music at a certain point um i think after releasing my ep um but i'm getting back into it now um with yeah just more more finances as this year i've been able to move home um to my parents house so i've been able to save money and so i can fund my projects more yeah that's really interesting and thank you for talking about that aspect as well because it's something that you know is a big topic for for medical students and i'm sure also for students in in other degrees that you know finances and everything like that and it's yeah it's good to talk talk about these things as well are there any ways like you know like if you do collaborations or anything like that that you can reduce these costs or um yeah so i think uh if you have an artist invite you to come and work on their projects um usually in that type of collaboration they will be covering the cost of the studio and obviously of up uploading it onto platform so with that one it's not really a financial cost um to you otherwise the costs are really um inevitable unless um 
you have uh, skills where you are able to, you know, purchase your own um, production softwares at home and mix and master your own music and have your own recording equipment at home, then with that one, you'd be able to save quite a lot of money. But I, I lack some of the technical skills in terms of like mixing and mastering my own uh, music. So I have to outsource it. That's what makes it very expensive as well. Yeah, for sure. I see what you mean. Um, I was just going to say as well, it's like, you know, for the podcast, you can think of like similar issues as well. But um, depending on which university you are, there's a lot of like societies that organize things like that. And I was surprised to hear that at Imperial, we have like a mini studio. So it's not a professional studio. So it's a bit different. Depends of like kind of what you want to do. But um, it's really like interesting to kind of if you're at a university just kind of explore the options that they have um i'm not i'm not sure all universities have that but i think it's sometimes we don't know how much our societies like you know the variety of societies and how they can actually do and um i know that at imperial they also have some like people who have sort of like learned a few mixing techniques as well and like learning from each other there's a quite a nice community i feel in some of these societies as well fine and yeah. uh, what's like how do you like find inspiration i think you said in like positive things and in day-to-day -day life as well is that sort of like your inspiration for music um so my inspiration for music um yeah like i mentioned briefly oh wait do you mean my inspiration for getting into music or for the type of sound no I'm yeah like? like sometimes you know when you're writing a song or yeah okay fine yeah so yeah my inspiration comes from my lived experience basically um so i think that's the common ground for most artists in terms of um they write about the things that they've been through the lifestyle that they live um the things that they've seen their friends and family go through as well um so i think some of my favorite artists as well once you listen to their music um it's as if they're telling a story you know they're telling their life story and i think that that produces some of the best music and the best listening out there um as opposed to people that may be talking about violent things and um, you know that type of lifestyle so my inspiration comes from my lived experience um awesome and when did you start on the youtube and the instagram and the tiktok and all that like amazing stuff as well yeah so as i briefly mentioned before i've, I've had youtube since i was very young as well because I um, would upload my, you know, music on there, like voice recording and stuff, um, albeit not seriously, but just for fun. In terms of this new one that I have, um, I think I started it in 2019, like getting to the end of 2019. So that was, I think, fourth year of medical school. Um, so I started to post about um, mental health in medical school. I think that was the first kind of series that I posted on there um so yeah with that I had I did collaborations with um my colleagues both medical students and doctors who came to talk about their experiences with mental health in medical school and in the uh, working working world as well and apart from the mental health series as well I had also some fun videos as well that I posted on there where I had you featuring in other people as well um, and apart from that, I posted music and just general um, general content as well on my YouTube channel. In terms of my Instagram, 
um, and TikTok content. So with that one, um, I've started doing like medical comedy skits. Um, uh, I started that earlier on this year, maybe a few months ago. Um, and the, my, my inspiration for that, I, I mean, I think I saw some funny videos from, I think, Dr. Glaucom Flecken. I thought, okay, uh, there's there's a lot more things that I see on the wards. Um, it's a lot more funny situations that I see, um, and uh, I don't really see that represented um, on the internet right now. So that's when I started to do those. And apart from that, yeah, I really love the the variety of everything you have. Honestly, like you know, anything from like music to you know really interesting mental health and really important stuff. Um, and and then some funnier things. It's really amazing that you are able to do so many, like so much variety of things. And it's it's good to you know like be able to you know because some people they're like oh but I have this one niche that I'm you know I'm doing mental health content and I'm going to stick with yeah. that. But it's quite good I think like to do whatever you want to and whatever you know mood you are and something that speaking to you that day and then create yeah. lots of different content. Yeah. Um. And I feel like that also. Um, it just reflects um, my personality as well. It's just showcasing all the different aspects of my personality, um, showing that I'm not just one-sided individual. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes there, there might be that pressure, whether, you know, people considering things like professionalism or considering um, maybe the, op um, the opinions of people around them where they feel like, okay, I'm only going to do one type of thing um or going to only going to focus on one particular area but i feel like we should just be free to express ourselves obviously within bounds we're not trying to bring disrepute into um the medical field sure, or yeah. to the uh, institutions that we go to yeah that's great um and i was wondering if you have any tips or like any thoughts to share with you know maybe some other medical students out there who want to start a project like either making their own music or youtube or instagram and they're kind of like they're not sure if they should start or where to start do you have any tips or any things to tell them yeah of course so i think it's first of all important to think about exactly what it is that you want to do um and think about it carefully as well um because I think it's quite easy to start a project and then just leave it um, um, unattended and not really put any time or effort towards it because I don't know like you change your mind two months down the line um, with me personally everything that I come out with I always take quite a lot of thought so before I come out with anything I've probably been thinking about it you know considering it for three months or so the second thing I'd say as well is to um, consider uh, the year in medical school that you're in do you actually have time um to put towards uh these activities um some years are very busy than others you might have a lot on your plate as well so you have to consider if you're going to be able to balance um all your commitments and if that's the correct academic year to start those activities and third thing i'll say would be to calculate the cost um so some things will have a significant amount of cost involved. For example, if you're trying to do music um, or maybe like a video based podcast as well, hiring out the equipment, hiring out the space. Um, so are you able to afford it? I think financial planning is quite important. Um, you don't want to spend recklessly and 
um, end up out of money, you know, during the summer holidays or something like that. So if you need to get a job during the summer holidays in order to be able to fund certain things that you do, make sure you do that and plan ahead towards that. And a fourth thing I say is make sure you enjoy what it is you're doing because this is going to be taking up your spare time. And number five thing I'd say is think about the future picture. What vision do you have for yourself um, whilst whilst you're doing this? Or what vision um, do you have uh, for yourself in the future for this particular project? Um, where do you see it taking you? Where do you see it leading you? And I think that will help to shape your choice of project that you do and how you go about doing it and like the quality and the time and effort that you're going to put into starting that project as well yeah for sure these are these are really good tips yeah awesome and how do you manage like your time between uh, different things and also you know taking a step back and resting sometimes because that's one thing that sometimes i forget but i try (laughs) to plan it now like in my timetable like rest time how do you yeah manage everything 100% especially when you have so many different things going on I would say for example this academic year there's so much going on in terms of with placements and then we're doing job applications and preparing for interviews and then you're trying to balance your social life with that and then all your side pursuits as well music tiktok youtube etc um so I feel like just having a clear calendar in front of you and just making sure that you don't overbook yourself each week um make sure that each week despite all um all the extracurriculars that you do uh you give yourself time for your studies and academic pursuits uh as well yeah i think it's just planning really planning um and setting smart goals smart um, and achievable goals and considering how much time each thing would require so for example you have an interview in six weeks okay so preparing for that should probably be uh, your priority in that time and season um, as opposed to you know um, putting loads of time and effort into music or into something else that you're doing yeah yeah planning and smart goals like you say I would agree Mm -hmm. with that brilliant so i think we're coming towards the the end of our conversation but i still have a few a few questions to ask you um you know obviously the um, the theme of this podcast is more than medical student and that's something that's quite important to me what's your take on this and why do you think it's important more than medical students i think uh that phrase means basically expressing every part of our being i think being a medic is not a personality (laughs) it's a job role so uh being more than medical students is basically just um having a full expression of um, our full personality of who we are outside of medicine there are many doctors out there doing incredible things i know in society this day and age there's a bit of uh what's it called um a pressure for doctors to just um, be seen as just doctors and um, I feel like um, people don't want to see them outside of that professional um, umbrella or that professional lens um, but they have to remember that we're human beings as well we have interests we had interests before going to medical school and we still maintain these interests so I feel like yeah that's what it means to me yeah definitely yeah that's super important 
Um, I agree with that as well. And it's important that, you know, obviously it doesn't mean that we're not dedicated medical students, we're not dedicated doctors, we are, but just we have other things yeah. as well in our life. Um, and yeah. that's important even for like our balance, our mental health, but also just being like, so just being a human being, that's, that's who we are. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And do you have any like recommendations of any resources or any books or anything that you think the listeners might uh, be interested in? Okay, um, so in terms of books that I've read that I think were quite inspiring, um, I read Becoming by Michelle Obama. Hmm. Um, I found that to be quite, um, I'll say quite an inspiring book because it just showed the heights and all the things that are possible, even coming from the most humble of backgrounds. Um, both not really like rich or middle class or anything, um, but they still defy the odds um, to become um, some of the most well-known people and the most powerful people in the world. So I think it really um, teaches about focus, it teaches about striving and just working hard and apart from all of that as well it teaches about basically just taking time and letting life happen because not everything um is in your control you can't really control everything you uh, everything will not mm, go yeah. as you please but you just have to trust the process and do your best um regardless of what happens that's great. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah, I, I haven't read it, so I think I might have to go and get it from the shop. So Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good read, yeah. It's a good read. Awesome, that's great. Fine. Well, thank you so much again for coming. Um before you go, do you want to just uh give like the name of your YouTube and Instagram so people know where to find you um later? Yeah, sure. So um my Instagram at is Rosata underscore k1 my tiktok is the same my twitter is the same and if you go on youtube it's Rosata k so awesome well thank you so much again for coming um it's been great honestly to hear about you know the music and all your side projects and i can't wait to you know see what you got in store in the future and thank you again for coming thank you so much for having me on marianne it's a pleasure